Can I do a, a public service announcement? By all means. All right, parents. On your kid's birthday, ice cream cake is not acceptable. They get cake, they get ice cream. You can't just give them ice cream cake. What if they like it? They don't. Hi, everyone. Hello. This is Gear Related, a peek under the hood of the automotive repair industry. I'm Heather. And that's I, Ben. Yes. I, that's who I am. I have to sometimes remind him. <laughs> I don't. He does have a shirt that says his name on it, though. I'm just saying. Yeah, sometimes I need to wear that one every day. <laughs> so, it's another beautiful day in the podcast land. Hopefully, How are you all doing out there? Hopefully, where you are, it's beautiful. It might be raining, though, when this airs. I don't know. Anyways. Are you trying to predict the weather? <laughs> Please. <laughs> no. <laughs> I have an app for that. <laughs> so uh, you're in charge this time. Yes. Yes, it is a glorious, oh glorious day. He just sat back in his chair and got <laughs> real comfortable. It's real weird. So uh, what you got? Well, I thought we could give our folks some... Uh, Ding-dongs? Uh, yeah. <laughs> My computer apparently wants to tell me something. Not now. I'm busy. Um, what are we talking about? Oh, yeah. I'm supposed to tell you what we're talking about. <laughs> this is going well. Uh, so I get this question a lot. Um, when I'm looking at a used car, what should I be looking for? Ben? Heather, I don't know what I'm looking at. Is this is this a fan belt? Is this an alternate? I don't know. I don't know what I'm supposed to be looking at with a used car gear related. Help me. Is this a good used car? Well, yeah, that's important. Especially now, like, it's a nice time to be buying a used car. Don't, I don't know, car payments, I'm not into. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so I thought I'd put together... Uh, a little because it's a loaded question. There's so much, to, so much to cover. So I thought I'd put something together that um, our folks listening might be able to use All when right. they go car shopping. That sounds really nice of you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now I will say that this is for used cars. Mm -hmm. uh, this list is not exactly some. You don't need to be. You're getting a brand new car. This does not necessarily apply, right? So, like, how many years old would you say this would apply to? I'd say probably when you when you start getting that three, four, five okay. years old, oh. you want to start looking at this stuff. Ancient. Right. Yes. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, so without further ado, this is my used car buying guide. Used car do, 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 do. buyer's guide. I will stress this. There is a very important thing that you can do, and hopefully there's a garage near you, or if you live in Rochester, you can bring it to us. This is called a pre-purchase inspection. Oh, that's important. Because if you want, if you're buying an, uh, a, a car, you want everything to look good, and you know your eyes alone may not be the best as, say, uh, a professional mechanic, right? Well, and they have a lift; they can put mm -hmm. it in the air, do all that stuff that you can't do at home. Right. This is smart. It's just like when you buy a house and you get an inspection. And nine times out of ten, as many pre-purchases that I've done over the years, nine times out of ten, we can find something on that car that will pay for whatever you paid to do the the pre-purchase inspection oh okay say That's oh good. this this needs tires or oh hey the brakes are getting low we can start maybe either 
well, we can either not buy the car, car cool. have them fix it, or knock the price down a little bit. All right. So that will pay for itself. Trust me on that one. Okay. Now, let's say um, let's say you, you find a car you like. You know what kind of car you're looking for, right? So you find, that, you find right. said car. You go look at it. The first thing you're going to want to do is just take a walk around the car. And what you're looking for is you're, you're looking for any kind of cosmetic issues on the car itself, mm-hmm. whether the paint's fading or chipping or, or there's dent. dents, yeah, or there's rust spots here or there. So that's the first thing you do. You just do your walk around. Make you, sure everything's actually attached. Throw back to episode 50. Well done. Yep. Yeah. You definitely want everything <laughs> These attached. Are good. These are um, good ideas. And one thing you should definitely bring with you is a a pad of paper or a pen or use your phone or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you want to record all anything that you find because you're never going to remember everything, right? Right. And you want that list to go back to. So write down anything that you observe, both good and bad. If it's got brand new tires on it, write that down. Uh, if it's got rust spots, write that down, etc. You're also going to look at all the glass. You want to make right. sure all the mirrors are attached and not cracked broken you're looking at the lenses uh you're looking at um oh and take a look at the wiper blades too while you're you know outside the car make sure those are in good condition you're going to check the tire condition you're going to see if the tread's in good shape if it's getting low trying to get a mental note of like when you're going to have to put tires on the car is that when you get your penny out exactly yeah the old abraham lincoln Mm -hmm. trick where does the tire tread sit on, on old old honest abe that's very good. What's the answer? I forget. Uh, I don't remember either. I have, I, have a ga- I have a gauge for that. Oh, we have a gauge for that. <laughs> Poor Abe. Um, so, Obsolete. Yeah. So you've, you've done your look around the car. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to get inside the car, right? Okay. So you open the door. You sit in the driver's seat. And you're going to operate every button and switch that you can find. Oh, that sounds fun. Hey, what's this do? Right? Push every button, operate every switch. You want to make sure everything in that car works and make notes if anything doesn't work. Um, You're going to check the lights. You turn all the lights on. You're going to check the horn. You're going to turn your wipers on. You're going to move the mirrors around. You're going to turn um, the HVAC on, both AC. You want to make sure that it's going to blow cold and both heat. You want to make sure that it's going to blow hot. Turn the radio on, you know, check the trunk, see if there's a uh, ma- dead body in there <laughs> or, or the jack, I was going to say, or the jack, <laughs> boring, uh, et cetera, et cetera, all that stuff. Right. Then you're going to turn the key forward. Actually, you probably already have the key forward to check all this stuff out. Right. So turn the key off and then turn the key forward and look at your dash and you want to make sure every warning light lights up these the- and then goes off. Hopefully. Well, if you start the car, yes, they should all go off. Um, but they come on to make sure that the light works, right? Right. But we have run into cases where, let's say, the check engine light does not illuminate. So <laughs> when you start your car, the check engine light is actually on, but you there's don't, electrical you don't, tape. You don't over know it. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> so yeah, you want to do that that bulb self check. Make sure all your warning lights are working properly. Okay. Write down the mileage of the car too, so you can refer to that later. Um, you're going to check the interior for any cosmetic issues. If there's any tears in the upholsteries, any stains, any, um, things that are coming apart. The carpets uh, are missing or yeah, move the visors around, check the, the, the mirrors, uh, look at the dash. 
The glove um, box. Check the glove box. Check the console. Make sure everything works. And don't don't root through people's stuff, but <laughs> just make sure you know everything's attached, right? Right. Uh, and your and, lights inside, like the dome lights and all those lights, right? Exactly. Yep. Exactly. So you're going to cover everything on the inside. Again, recording anything that you know. Now we move to under the hood. Okay. We're going to open the hood. And it would be helpful, too, if you brought, like, a flashlight with you. Or you, you can always use the flashlight on your, on your phone. Um, and that way you can peek into all those dark corners. Uh, and you can put it behind, say, like, reservoirs to check fluid levels is really mm, helpful. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's the first thing you're going to do is you're going to check all your fluid levels. And you're going to look at the condition of, of said fluid, le- fluid okay. levels. You want to check the oil. Yes, I was going to ask you which fluids because I don't know. You want to check the oil and you Mm want to make sure that the level is good and that the the, that it's clean that it's clean clean clean-ish. I mean, I mean clean-ish. I mean, if it's if it's a little dark, that's normal. But you definitely don't want to be be black and sludgy. Yeah, you pull it out and it's like jam. (laughs) Right. And if you're if it's a diesel car that you're looking at, though, expect it to look very black. It's going to look very black. That's just the nature of uh, uh, how diesels um, run. Okay. So we've got. Oil, transmission, transmission fluid, fluid, if there's a dipstick for it. A lot of cars are not going to have them, so you're not going to be able to look at it, but that's okay. Um, you're going to check the brake fluid. Make sure that's full and still looks um, relatively clean. Um, you're going to check power steering fluid. Again, if it has um, hydraulic power steering, it may have electric power steering, so you may not find that one. Um, and then you're going to check your coolant. You want to look at both the reservoir and the radiator, and... Don't open it if it's hot, right? If the car's been running for a while, <laughs> just don't open it. Word to the wise. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, and make sure that's full. And you're going to look the whole engine over for any wet spots, any leaks, anything like uh, anything like that. And write down if you notice anything. Okay. You're also going to want to look at the drive belt. Make sure that doesn't. What? How do I know what that is? Well, the drive belt is going to be on the front of the engine, mm-hmm. and it's going to have some sort of serpentine route on it, and it's a—I mean, it's a rubber belt. You'll—you'll you'll be able to find it. Serpentine. Yeah, that's what like they call that. it. Okay. Uh, and you're going to look at the ribbed section of it to see if there's any cracking or any anything on the belt that's coming apart. Okay. Um, you're going to take a look for any kind of structural rust issues, like if there's some rust on, say. Any part of the engine bay that is like coming apart. If it's a little brown or a little rust colored, that's not a big deal. What you're really looking for is something that might be, I don't know, popping through that it shouldn't, you know? Or like big holes. Right, exactly. You're looking for mouse nests. You are going to be looking for any little creatures in there, yes. (laughs) Uh, And you're going to look at hoses and lines, anything rubber or steel. You're going to be looking at for cracks, wetness. Rust issues, that kind of thing. Anything that's leaking again is very bad. Bad. Um, you also want to look that radiator over too to make sure it's not leaking anywhere. But any if you come across a fluid that's low, that's the one you want to pay attention to. Right. If it's low, chances are you've got a leak somewhere. Um, take a look at the battery. It should have a date on there. If not, just kind of gauge. Maybe if it uh, try to guess how old it is, but if if it does have a date <laughs> on it, good. Um, and look for any kind of corrosion buildup or anything like that on it. Um, okay. If the air filter is easily accessible and you're comfortable with this, you can check the air filter and see if it's it's dirty. And the reason you want to do this um, is not so much 
to check to see if it needs replacing. But if you find a cool or, or yeah, a cool, if it's real cool, yeah, no. <laughs> wow. If, it, <laughs> if it's clean, that tells you that the owner takes care of the car, right? That's true. If it's filthy and hasn't been done in a while, chances are the owner has not taken care of the car. And there's probably a lot of other maintenance items that yeah. have not yeah. been checked as well. So that's okay. kind of gives you a little, uh, a little bit of insight on that. That's a cheater's thing, right? Exactly. We got that. Exactly. So we've looked under the hood, we've walked on our walk around, we've checked all the buttons, we're going to take it for a little test drive. Okay. Um, and you're going to use all, almost all of your senses. We're not going to taste the car. But Dang it. <laughs> you are going to be listening, you are going to be feeling for things, and you are going to be smelling for things. So yeah, and you're obviously, if, if you see anything come off the car, that's right. bad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So what are we listening for? Any kind of abnormal noises, any clunks, any vibrations. Uh, rattles. And yep, you're going to be feeling for vibrations. You're going to be. The horn just happens to beep all by itself <laughs> for no reason. Oh, yeah, that's not good, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, you're going to be listening to the exhaust to make sure it's not too loud because you could, there's potentially an exhaust leak if it sounds loud. So any kind of abnormal noises um, that you don't like, you're going to be wanting to be listening for. And like you said, you're going to be feeling for vibrations um, in general cruising speeds. You also want to, you might be feel something when you brake, like a, a, the pedal might pulsate, which could indicate that the brakes are, are, are worn or uh, may need replacing. Um, you want to check to see if the car is pulling or drifting in one direction. You may have an alignment or a tire issue at that point. What about like if it doesn't smoothly go between gears and it's like, go, go. yeah, the trend, the feel of the transmission. Yeah. If it shifts hard, if it shifts late, if it, um, if, if there's any kind of slipping sensation that you might feel that's, you, you're definitely going to want to, uh, note that that's a, that's a big red flag right there. Uh, and while you're driving, you can operate like the cruise control or any kind of other drive mode that the car may have just to make sure that, that that's working. So tell me if I'm right about this. So like, let's say with all the computers that we have, so you can kind of get in there and turn off a code or something, right? So like, let's say there's a check engine light mm -hmm. and you can turn that off. But then after you drive the car for a little bit, if the problem's still there, it's going to come back on, right? Right. So how long do you usually have to drive the car? Because I would want to drive it around a little bit to make sure that that warning light doesn't come on. Yeah, I wouldn't really worry about that because it's you're not going to drive it long enough typically for the the whatever fault to occur because the fault has to occur twice oh. um, for the computer to turn a light on. Okay. But what you can do... Um, if you're, if you're really worried about something like this, what you can do is you can drive it to say like an auto parts store that may have a code reader and oh. generally they'll, they'll do this for free. Um, you'll just ask them to pull codes and see if there's anything in the module stored, whether it's pending or whether it's in the history It may not, the light may not be on, but there could still be a code in there. And then you want to ask them this question, have the readiness monitors run? Because what this will tell you is if all the monitors have run and passed, then nobody's tried to do something like disconnect the battery to erase codes. Ah, yes. If one of the monitors hasn't run, then this tells you that somebody has either cleared the codes recently, the battery died, 
um, or they disconnected the battery to try to hide something. Or, okay. Um, so if there's a monitor that hasn't run, then that tells you that, okay, we don't know if there is a code potential that's going to pop up here in the future. So that's one really smart thing that you can do. Okay. Um, where are we? We're driving. Oh, we're driving. Yeah, we've done our test drive. We've we've listened for anything. We've tried to feel anything, and any odors that smell not right to you is some is is the last thing that you're going to. Big black billows of smoke coming out right. the muffler. Right. Exactly. Um, while you're driving, while you're sitting in the car, the other thing that you're going to want to consider is how comfortable are you? Um, how are are the sight lines? Are you, do you feel that you can see everything that you need to see? Um, are, are there any blind spots potentially that you may be worried about? Does the seat feel okay? Cause I tell you, I tell you this, there's nothing worse than buying a car that you're uncomfortable in after a, a period of time like t- the seat is just awful and your back starts hurting and you can only drive this car for uh yeah. you know 10 minutes or whatever okay um and then just park the car see how comfortable you are parking it is is the car too big for you is it too small for you do you have enough headroom do you have enough leg room all that good stuff um that's some of the stuff that you want to consider too when buying a car absolutely and is the color pretty is the color pretty <laughs> Does this go with your shoes? Right, right. Uh, The other thing that you're going to want to do is, obviously, if you're buying from uh, a private seller, you want to talk to the the seller and you want to ask them if there's any known issues that they know about the car. Was Um, it in an accident? Yeah, you can get a car fax on it that will tell you some good stuff. Uh, You want to ask them about maintenance records, if Mm -hmm. they have any. Because a person that takes very good care of their car also has all of that information kept somewhere. If they don't know the maintenance record or they didn't keep any of the maintenance records, that can also be a warning sign. Well, I don't have mine. They're just at the shop. Yes. But I could get if them. We, if we were going to sell the car, though, I would just get those. Oh. Yeah. Um, I did my stuff, guys. I promise. <laughs> Still haven't read the owner's manual yet. Speaking, yeah, speaking of said <laughs> owner's manual... <laughs> Oh, you no. want to ask the owner if they have all that stuff, if there's anything missing. If, if you want to have the owner's manual, make sure there's the jack, tools, if there's any wheel lock keys um, for the car, or if it comes with, like, say, snow tires, that kind of stuff. Um, you want to make sure that, that all, all that stuff is there, that they have it, that kind of stuff. Um, you can also ask them, are there any special quirks about this car? Is there anything I should know, any, any special features that I may not have... Uh, right tested while I was in the car, that kind of thing. Okay. And the last thing I will say is you do have a couple of uh, places that you can use for reference. So when you're talking about price. Oh, yeah. Before you go to uh, look at this car, you can go to KBB. That's Kelly Blue Book. So it's KBB.com. You also have... Is it com? Yes, it is KBB.com. There's Edmunds.com. And there's nada.com or nada.com. And mm-hmm. you can put all the vehicle information in there. And if you've already looked at the car, you kind of know what the condition is. You can right. put all that stuff. And it will give you a general price um, based on if you're buying it from dealer or if you're buying it from a private seller. It'll give you an idea of how much you should be paying for that car. Oh, nice. So that's it. That's what I've got for you. I like it. Hopefully that'll give you uh, um, enough to 
to go to battle when you uh, go to battle. <laughs> it often feels like that when you're buying well, a you're car. Well, you're going to look like you know what you're doing. Exactly. And then they will probably think twice about swindling you. Exactly. So like I hope that. this has been helpful. Absolutely. Um, and good luck with your car shopping, people. Car shopping. So fun. And I really think that you should like check out a few cars. Yes. I tell anybody who's buying a car, whether it's new or used, I tell them test drive at least two. Don't buy the first car you drive. Right. Don't fall in love. Even if you love that first one, go drive something else. Right. Because you'll notice something's maybe more comfortable or... And if you do fall in love with it, typically what happens when you drive that second car, it just makes you want the first one even more and then you know. But then you can say, well, I don't know because I really liked that other car and then they'll be like, oh my gosh, I'll give this to you for $500 less. Yeah. This is my dream. Don't don't come across desperate. (laughs) Right. Well, I wanted to tell you a story. You did? Okay. (laughs) So I, I was just, you know, surfing the net like you do. And it came across a crazy story. Oh, is it, is it about a man in Florida? No, it's Arizona this time. Oh, okay. So this woman uh, in Arizona, she gets up in the morning and, you know, gets ready for work, does the whole thing, walks out to her car in the driveway and realizes that somebody slashed her tires. Oh, rude. And she's, you know, obviously super upset. And as she looks closer... There's a finger by one of the tires. Wait, what? The person who did this cut off part of their finger. Oh my God. (laughs) And one of the neighbors said that at like 1030, they heard somebody scream and then get into a car and screech off into the night. You should take your finger with you. (laughs) Can you imagine? You know what else? You should not slash someone's well, tires. Right. Let's go. Let's start there. Let's start there. But oh my gosh! So they, <laughs> the police are just like canvassing the neighborhood with the finger and like a black, a brown bag because <laughs> they don't know what else to do with it. I guess they could gotta, fingerprint well, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, wow. I'm gonna... We should have led with that. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Well, on that note... On that note, yes. Please, 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 please go to your favorite podcatcher. Like us. iTunes. Review us. Give us some love. Apple Podcasts, all that. And just, just give us some reviews. I mean... If you didn't like my finger story, I'm sorry. We're <laughs> grossed out about it. <laughs> we would really appreciate it. It helps us out a whole ton. Um, if you have any questions, comments, or ideas, you know where to find us. At Shown Auto, that's S-C-H-O-E-N. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can email us, contact at Gmail. No. I just screwed that up. You totally did. No, I'm sorry. It's contact at shonano.com. Uh, yeah. That's what we know. And that's what we know. And that's all we know. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.